Welcome to the podcast, Organize Your Stuff. I'm Maria White, professional organizer and owner of Enough for the Stuff. I'm thrilled you're here today, and I will share tips on getting organized in all areas of your life. Just listen for simple tips or interviews with industry experts sharing their unique methods and insights for getting your home and life organized once and for all. This podcast will provide support, encouragement, and most importantly, no judgment. I might keep it real though, so hang in there. Just listen, and if the inspiration hits you, organize your stuff. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Organize Your Stuff. Thank you for the listen, and I especially want to thank those of you who have been subscribing and sharing this podcast with others who you feel the topics will resonate. I'm really hoping that these bite-sized episodes will make the idea of getting organized less intimidating to the folks who thought they never could accomplish such a thing. I don't want anyone to ever feel that they can't get organized because there are many levels of organization, and I'm not promoting perfection or organizing to the nth degree at all. These episodes are really about breaking concepts down into manageable steps so you can hopefully give it a whirl and discover that you too can make inroads on this topic or any other topic discussed on the other episodes. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Today, I'm going to talk about one way to manage your time using a calendar. There are multiple ways that people like to manage their time that can be effective, but sometimes people try things inconsistently and then assume it was the system that failed. Many times, it was simply the lack of consistent use. There are lots of options with calendars, apps, and plugins that can be used to help with managing time. Now, having said that, maybe the type of method tried wasn't the right fit in the first place for the way you think, and that could be the reason for the inconsistent use. I want to focus today on calendars, but there are really so many different types of calendars on the market suited for different needs. I have seen calendars that are more like brainstorming bubbles for maybe the more creative types. Some of you may be familiar with the planner pad that uses a funnel concept to get the important things done. And others still that I've seen are designed specifically for students in mind, such as the academic planner from Order Out of Chaos, designed by professional organizer Leslie Josell. Her planner helps students struggling with their executive functioning skills. So the link to her planner is in the show notes. It's really great if you have a student who struggles in this area of managing their time. I personally know that I would not use the planner pad system consistently because it requires a lot of writing and repeatedly rewriting tasks from one section to the next and into the following week. If handwriting tasks helps you to remember things, then that planner pad might be best for you. But like I said, there are tons of planners out there on the market, and it makes it really hard to figure out which one to choose. There will probably be a little bit of trial and error for some until you find the one that actually interests you, holds your attention, is easy to use, and ends up being the right planner for you. I used to use an old school 8x10 planner with an entire column, for each day broken out by each hour of the day and I really loved using it. I slowly realized that my phone would actually make it easier to always have my calendar on me when I'm out and about. Sometimes I was at a dentist office or doctor's office and you know they want you to make those follow-up appointments right then and there before you leave but without my planner pad on me I had no way to do that so I would have to then remember when I got home to take care of that to call them back after checking my calendar. So I decided I really need to embrace the digital but I did take some time to wean myself off of the paper planner over several months instead of doing it cold turkey so you need to do whatever you think you can do successfully for a while I would just add all of my personal and client appointments to both calendars until I was comfortable in my ability to use the electronic calendar 
correctly and consistently. That was the key for me. There definitely was a learning curve though, but I finally did release that paper planner pad and haven't looked back. But I'll admit that I do occasionally longingly, lovingly look at planners in the office supply stores. There's just something about them that calls out to me. I just think they're usually very interesting in colors now and they make them very attractive. But I just think that what resonates with me is the potential they hold for being organized. You just can't beat that feeling when you're really organized. I personally have come to rely on Google Calendar as my planner of choice. It's so easy to use. And what I love about it is that it's so easy to color code all the different events in your life. It easily syncs to all of your devices. So whether you use Google Calendar or another calendar, you might have a lot of different bells and whistles within that system, but I'm not really going to be talking about specific bells and whistles on a calendar. I really wanna get down to the meat of using just the calendar as a calendar so that you can manage your time correctly and get the right things done. So today I wanna to focus on how making use of your calendar in a way that helps move you forward and getting the important things done first. In the last episode, I talked about setting SMART goals. Going through that process is a great way to figure out how to accomplish important goals. But if you don't get those goals into a calendar, they really won't happen. They'll just stay in your head and you'll be thinking about it and you'll get to the end of the day and realize you didn't actually do anything at all that was going to help move your goal forward. Before I begin explaining the best way to use your calendar for getting things done, I want to share a story many of you may have already heard before, but bear with me while I share it for those who may be unfamiliar with it. The story is called The Jar of Life. So the story goes that there is a philosophy professor who brought an empty jar to his class and filled it with large rocks. And he asked his students if the jar was full. They all said that yes, indeed it was full. But then he was able to add small pebbles to the jar that fit all in between the big rocks and asked the class again, and they did say it was full again. So the professor then next poured in sand and that was able to fit in between all of the pebbles and rock and the class then agreed the jar was full. So the professor went on to explain that the jar is signifying one's life. So the rocks are equivalent to the most important things in your life, such as your family, health, and relationships. And if the pebbles and the sand were lost, the jar would still be full and your life would still have a meaning. The pebbles represent the other things that matter in your life, such as work, school, your house. These things often come and go, but they're not permanent and they're really not essential to your overall well-being. And finally, the sand represents the remaining small stuff and material possessions in your life. Usually it's the time wasters in your life, such as sitting around watching TV or gaming or watching YouTube videos or cat videos. Those things can suck away hours at a time if you're not careful going onto Facebook, Twitter, and all of those social medias. So you need to be careful that you aren't spending your day with activities that are really just the sand in your life, they aren't important. So the moral of the story is that if you start with putting sand into the jar, you won't have room for the rocks or pebbles in your life, okay? So I've really always thought this was a great visual to see how easy it is to fill your time up with the minutia in a day. Then before you know it, the day is done and you have none of the important tasks completed. There will always be distractions to fill the time. So the only way to get the valuable and important work that helps improve your personal or work life completed is to set the time aside to focus without the distractions. If you have a couple of important goals for work or your personal life, then those things are your rocks that you wanna focus on. You need to find time on your calendar so you can actually focus on those important 
goals. Let's say you have a project at work to complete, but your day is usually filled with interruptions and distractions that seem to pull you away from ever sitting down and focusing on the important task at hand. Maybe you also have a personal exercise goal, and who doesn't? I don't really know anybody who doesn't. Usually people struggle with making the time for the exercising. It's always a goal in their life, but they never make the time. So now hopefully you've gone through the SMART goal setting process in our previous episode and come up with a process on what the end result looks like so that you know you've reached the goal, as well as a timeline required to accomplish the goal. You need to look at several factors before you start randomly plotting these big goals on your calendar though. What is your routine usually like and when is your most high energy time of day? You need to think about that. You don't want to be working on something really important that requires a lot of focus if it's at the part of the day where you tend to peter out. Whether that's first thing in the morning, it takes you a while to wake up, so maybe first thing in the morning isn't the best focus time for you. For me, it's usually the afternoon crash time after lunch, so you need to think about when the best time is for you that you would want to put a really important task that requires a lot of focus into your calendar. You also want to think about what other events in your week or month are already taking up time in your life on a regular basis. Do you have a book club or carpooling duties for the kids? Do you have after school activities the kids need to be run around to? Do you have regular Monday morning meeting commitments at work or Friday afternoon admin duties? Are any of those things really crucial? Can any of them be cut or shared, delegated? If they can't be delegated or cut from your schedule, go ahead and fill in every single non-negotiable reoccurring event you have on your calendar. For example, I have a 30-minute block of time on my calendar every Friday at 3.45 to pick my daughter up and take her to work because she doesn't have her license yet. It is something I must be mindful of when scheduling clients or else it would be really easy to overcommit myself with clients on a Friday and then have to look unprofessional in my client's eyes as well as making my daughter late for work, getting her in trouble with her boss, which I don't want to have that happen either. So be sure those types of tasks are always on your calendar so that you know where you have time open to add your rocks. Once you see where you have openings in your days and weeks to come, you can begin to plug in your exercise or work projects or whatever your rocks are. Keep in mind though that you may need to be flexible with where they get added from day to day or week to week, depending on other weekly obligations. Your rocks may or may not be events that you can commit to your calendar as a regular reoccurring event at the same time each day and week. Maybe some days the rock is scheduled for an hour on a Monday mid-morning and 30 minutes on Tuesday's first thing in the morning. Then maybe mid-morning again on Thursday and so on. But regardless of where they land in your calendar, they need to be in your calendar so that you have set that time aside to focus on that rock and only that rock, nothing else. Be sure to also remove distractions such as those email pop-ups and silence your phone so that you aren't responding like Pavlov's dog to the alerts. If you have a door, close it. If you work in a cubicle, well maybe you can move to a conference room for an hour. Or if that's not reasonable or an option, maybe you can just hang a sign on the side of your cubicle saying please do not disturb until whatever time because you're trying to focus. One thing I want to mention is that focusing on your rocks doesn't mean ignoring all of the pebbles and sand tasks (laughs) that are part of every day or you will fall behind on those tasks that still need to be tended to despite not necessarily supporting the goal of your rock. But 
Sometimes you might discover that some of the sand tasks become less important or irrelevant by the time you get around to addressing them. And won't that feel great when you realize you didn't have to waste your time on something that was no longer important or relevant? A tip I want to share when adding your rock to your calendar is to scroll down to the notes section of your calendar event. So once you open your day and you set your title and your time, there's usually a notes portion on your event. And if you could list out all of the steps and tasks that will be necessary to move the project forward right in that part of the calendar. If you can do this work up front, it will save you a lot of mental energy in the long run when you're ready to sit down and focus as all you will have to do is look at your list of tasks and pick one that you can tackle in your designated time slot set aside for that day. Be sure to check or cross off each task as it's completed. So again, you aren't wasting time reviewing the list to figure out what's next. And who doesn't love to cross off tasks as you're completed? It feels so good. I just love that. You know, sometimes I actually make a list with retroactive crossing off. So I will have my list of the day. But if I wound up doing some other tasks that pulled me off my focus, you know, probably a sand type of task or a pebble, then I would add it to my list at the end of the day just so I could cross it off and feel like I got something done. <laughs> but the point of doing this calendaring here, the topic today, is so that we can really get enough time in our day to focus properly on the main important goals in our life. So that if those sand tasks or those pebble tasks interrupt us at other parts of the day, we know we've already spent a good focus portion of our time on the important goals. So once you've completed that focus time for the day, I want you to go ahead and copy and paste that list from your notes section in the event and add it to the notes section of your next scheduled block of time for that same rock. So if you have steps for, say you're moving your project forward at work, you've listed out all the steps, you crossed off what you did for the today, just copy and paste the entire list and move it into the next time you have it scheduled in your calendar. This way you always have your list to work from. And then doing the work, making lists of each task necessary for a project can prevent that overwhelm of getting started because you can focus on just the one or two smaller steps at a time from the list that has already been created. Another tip I've heard recently from Lynn Edris, who is a productivity and ADHD coach, is to come up with your why for doing something. Lynn was suggesting your intrinsic why for the goal can be more of a motivator to stick with the routine for focusing on your rocks. I think that along with listing your steps for the goal, maybe you can write in bold at the top of your list or at the bottom of your list what your intrinsic why is so that you're always reminded of why you are spending this focused time on working on this goal. Why is it important to you? Maybe your intrinsic why for the work goal is to be seen as a leader or a team player. Maybe your why for exercising is so that you're able to keep up with your young kids and able to do more activities with them instead of saying that you don't have the energy. So whatever your why is for your big rock, add it to that list and put it on the event so that you know and you are reminded every time you open up that event. I challenge you to write down a couple of big rocks that you have in your life and then list the steps necessary to accomplish the goals. Set up your calendar showing every single commitment in your life that is non-negotiable. Once you find the openings in your schedule, begin plugging in your rocks where you feel the energy required will be appropriate for the tasks. I would start with one business goal and one personal goal until you find a rhythm that will work for you and then maybe you can add in more if your schedule allows. Now you should have a good visual of where you have openings in your schedule to take care of the pebbles and sand in your life. 
You've got to have time for all of those other little tasks that are just necessary in life. And the sand, of course, is your downtime. So you definitely need to make sure you have that in your life too and it's balanced. One way to tackle this efficiently is to use time blocking for similar tasks. We've already set up in our schedule the non-negotiable rocks and other responsibilities. And now with the rest of your open time, try grouping like tasks together so that you are, again, more focused on the task in front of you. So if you have several customers or clients to make follow-up calls to, do them all at once. Set aside several times a day in your schedule to check through your emails and delete, respond to, or delegate next steps. By not reacting to every email as it comes in, you will prevent yourself from flitting from one thing to the next using all of your energy on the sand tasks. There are studies that have shown multitasking doesn't exist. In fact, I've read that it actually makes you dumber. <laughs> so <clears throat> that was in a study, it's not from me, it's not my opinion. However, the point of the study was that it showed every time you change your focus, it takes 15 to 20 minutes to get your brain back to that level of focus it was on before the distraction. That is huge. That should be an eye-opener to everyone. Stop multitasking. Focus on the one thing. So to recap, set all of your reoccurring and non-negotiable tasks on your calendar. Plug in your important goals that are your rocks, where there are openings that match your best focus time. Add the list of necessary steps that will be required to accomplish the goal. And if possible, chunk all those other tasks that are your pebbles and sand, such as meetings, returning calls and emails, etc. And block those times in your calendar for handling them at once. Having scheduled focused time on the most important goals will help you grow in your business life and personal life. You should see much more progress by trying and sticking to this method. So share your experience with me. I would love to hear from everybody on Instagram or Facebook and tell me how you've decided to block out your times and get your rocks onto your calendars, time blocking all those trivial, more pebble-like tasks. I would love to hear about it. So please share. Share this podcast if you know anyone who could use the information and have a great rest of your day. After listening to this podcast today, I hope you have some useful takeaways and feel super motivated to get organized. But maybe you're at a loss with how to start or where to go next in your organizing journey. Wouldn't it be amazing to have me right there to guide you through the process when you're losing motivation or feeling stuck with what to do next? I may not live near you, so through the wonders of our modern technology, I can be right by your side. Virtually, of course. You heard me. I offer virtual organizing. Reach out to me through my website linked below and we could schedule your first session today. Also, don't forget to reach out to me on social media with comments about an episode or a topic you would like covered in a future podcast. Links are below in the show notes. Go get your organizing on.